Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Let's kick off the pro football season. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage. And he's got a touchdown. He is Houdini. This is NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. For a fully automated smart home or a state-of-the-art home theater, start with a visit to EncoreAudioVideo.com. The screen is intercepted. Big Keith Trailer. Look at him rumble. 40, 50. Watch out. The earth is shaking. Danny and Dusty on 1080. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. That is absolutely impossible, what he just did. The Fan. (laughs) All right. Man, I have my old man moment right there. Why is my internet working, he says, as it's unplugged? It was unplugged. I literally asked you if it's plugged in, you're like, yeah, it is, and it's just a power. Wait, what is happening here? What has happened to my computer? I don't know, dude. What I didn't is... plug in or unplug anything on this table, and somehow it is all plugged in. Listen, man. Like, look. Look it. My power cord's right here. Here's the thing. This, this. I don't know if you know this, old, old man McGee over here. This plug yeah. is both your power and your internet. I didn't, I didn't plug the plug in, though. The only one, my internet was all working. It was all connected. All of a sudden, it just stopped working. But the, the funny thing is, you had them like you had the power, like the other USB lightning port plugged in. I'm telling then, you right now, <laughs> like you had it routed back back into the box that it comes into. That is not something that I did, because how is my internet work? I don't. I'm not connected to the Wi-Fi here. You're, you're sure? <laughs> I'm 100 okay. percent sure because I've never connected to the Wi-Fi on my oh, okay. computer here. So this thing had to be plugged in, and I don't know where the power cord came from because it's not even mine. <laughs> I am thoroughly confused. Uh, just the, the way you're like, it's Here's my old in. man moment of the day for sure. Um, all right, let's talk beeves, all right? We've got, a, we've got a big statement weekend for the Oregon State Beavers as they hit the road. They head to Fresno, CBS Sports Network, ugh. 725 if you're a B fan looking for that one and you have uh, Xfinity. But 730 kick down in Fresno. Um, I was reading that this is the second sellout at Fresno State since 2014. Which doesn't make any sense because they've been good. 
Uh, last year they were good. Well, I mean, I mean they haven't. They they really haven't been that good until last year. Yes, well, yeah. Kalen DeBoer got that thing humming and turned it around. I and forget boom, Derek Carr was a lot longer ago than what it seems like because he's been in the league for what six, seven years now. Yeah, so it's, since 2014, it's was been that, a long time. Was that with Carr and Devontae were there? Uh, probably 14, 15. That was. It's been that long. Their only other sellout was last year against Boise State. God, I just remember that 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 program being so good for basically from like 2000 to 2015. Pat Hill was that dude, man. Pat Hill built a... They did fall off after that, didn't they? And I love this matchup with Oregon State and and Fresno State because of the fact that there is so much bad blood between these two schools 20 years ago. Those games between the Beavs and Fresno State were epic. They were epic battles. You had cheap shots. You had big plays. It was back and forth. I remember TJ Hushmanzadas getting his head taken off on a punt return by what looked like, like remember Lattimore from the program? It was Black Lattimore, big old dude. He's like number seven. He had like he ran a million miles an hour. Just came down and was just taking fools' heads off with yes. a neck roll, and. Those games were fun, and there was always a grit about both Fresno and there was, there's a na- You know what's funny is the, the, in those games and in those matchups, I thought they kind of saw their reflections of each other. Yeah, a the, the, little underappreciated, undervalued, and, and with scrappiness. A, with a hook of nasty. Yeah. Because those, those Oregon State teams, they were nasty. Mm-hmm. They, they had some mean in them, and so did those Fresno, Fresno State teams. And I, I, right. I hope some of that, and I think – I don't. I think Dennis Erickson had a little less discipline than Jonathan Smith. Yeah, does. But who did John Smith play for? He played for Erickson. I think he, judging again solely on what I've seen Smith do over the last couple of years, one of the things that I have noticed is that as they've gotten better, and I think attitude becomes a part of this when you get better. But they do play with a little bit of an edge. Yep. They do play with a little bit of nasty. You look at that secondary. You know the secondary was doing all game chirping. Oh, of course. A lot of chirping. That's what, that's what DBs do. But I think that there's that yeah. that swagger, that little bit of chippiness, that little bit of nastiness, it does yeah. kind of build on itself. And I think you're seeing some of that return with Oregon State. And honestly, I hope it carries on uh, into this weekend. It's a pick em. And Fresno was really good last year. Mm-hmm. As I've gone back and kind of looked at that Fresno opener against Cal Poly and talk to some people down in Fresno about how that went. That 35, seven win over Cal Poly was not nearly as impressive as a, the score would indicate indicate Mm -hmm. they did race out to a 21, nothing lead. Okay. And that was in the first quarter, but on the same token, Jake Hayner got hit a lot their offensive line has got some serious question marks. Apparently, they had one offensive lineman who was bouncing around to every position because they can't figure out what to do. They, their offensive line rotation is not set at all. It's like a wide receiver rotation. which pro- position guys are playing. No, wide receiver rotations, at least you have outside and inside guys. <laughs> this guy's just playing everything. They're like, I, maybe he works better here. It It's kind of a... Me- Hayner was sacked three times by Cal Poly. Which... I'll tell you right now, if you're having trouble with Cal Poly's pass rush, Oregon State's going to dial some stuff up. Well, as they should, and that should give Beavs fans a lot of positive vibes going into this game. 
because you are going against a Jeff Tedford coach team, and mm-hmm. we know Tedford's offenses will be able to fill up the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Jake Hayner is an experienced quarterback. Who gets it done. And you can just ask your friends that are Duck fans about Jake Hayner yep. because he had the Bulldogs hanging in a game with Oregon longer than they should have last year and made Oregon fans panic before that Ohio State mm-hmm. game. Fresno went 5-for-5 five five in the red zone in week one. Mm-hmm. So their efficiency numbers are through the roof, and, and that is having a veteran quarterback. Yep. That is having Jeff Tedford. That's that execution. And they can put a little bit of fear. If you do not get to Jake Hayner, he can be a problem for you. Remember when Angie Machado came on before the season a couple weeks ago, one of the things she said coming out of Oregon State camp was, that defense is going to be even better. Because everybody kept saying the defense is going to be the backbone. The defense is going to be the backbone. The secondary, da, da, da. She was not wrong in any way, shape, matter, or form. They they got off and turned Boise State over. You can say what you want about about quarterback play for Boise State, but they were aggressive. Trent uh, Bray had them dialed up uh, as far as pass rush. When he brought extra, they got there. Yeah. They they were disruptive. They were aggressive. But I thought it was uh, I thought the game plan in general for Oregon State was very effective because they weren't just balls to the wall the entire game really put pressure and when they did they delivered and i think that's that bodes well for when you're going to take on a veteran quarterback because he's going to know he's going to see what's coming he's going to understand and he's going to know his off listen if anybody's going to know their offensive line is is cheeks it's going to be the quarterback also on this one on the other side of the ball fresno won 35 7 but cal poly got addicted to going for it on fourth down got a little spicy well they didn't take points. Mm. They went to the red zone uh, five times. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> yeah. Or no, excuse me, four times. One of four. One of four, and they were two of five on fourth down. So they got fourth down. They went for it on fourth down in the red zone and, and got away with it. Probably closer But they to got a- turned away on those three other trips going for it on fourth down. So there was an element of... Games. of Fresno State kind of putting the clamps down in the red zone, but Cal Poly moved the ball on them and got into a position where they could have gotten more points out of that thing. Even if you're settling for field goals on those drives, right? There's, that's nine points for you right there that you got turned away on. So you're looking at a 35 to 16 looks a lot different than 35-7 does when you're thinking about the way that that game progressed and played out like essentially what you're looking at is what Oregon State beat uh, Boise by yes 34 17 if you settle for those threes you're getting those points like you can win in impressive fashion but this was against Cal Poly not Boise State yeah and there's again there's always there's There's, there's levels to it there are concerns with Fresno right now about the physicality of, of Oregon State because of the offensive line getting those pressures, because of the fact that Cal Poly was able to get those four red zone opportunities. Mm-hmm. They only went one of four, and that does say something about resiliency for Fresno. But it wasn't a pretty game. No. 35-7 sounds like a beatdown. 21 nothing out of the gate sounds like a beatdown. And they did win convincingly. <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't as easy no. as, as the score would make it sound if you just look at the box score. If I had to put it to you for Oregon State, what is more important for them this week for Chance Nolan to continue dealing like he did against Boise State, or is it more important for them to Defense. beat the hell out of them? No, I was going to say, beat the hell out of them on the round game. Oh. Uh, 
able to run the ball. Yeah. You've got to be able to run the ball. I if if an effective run game has got to be a staple of Oregon State's offense. And I you look, it's week 1, right? Mm-hmm. You had your numbers were buoyed by 3 carries and 44 yards by uh by uh, Jack Coletto, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to get you, I would love to see Fenwick get going, Damian Martinez, Martinez yeah. get going, seeing the Trello, watching those guys kind of get into a rhythm because you you didn't really see that against the Boise State. Like, I want to see them move the ball on the ground. The, the That'd int- be fun. The interesting thing about this game, I know it's a pick 'em. I am I am going with Oregon State on this, but I I'm too. I'm not worried about their defense. I'm not, I'm not really worried about any facet of the game for Oregon State. I'm more worried or more interested in how effective they can dictate things. That's, that's, that's what I was wanting going against Boise State because it was only two and a half. You, know, you and I were talking back and forth. I go, listen, man, I want to see Oregon State at home dictate. Yeah. Like if you're talking about taking that next step, dictate on defense, dictate on offense. And they did both of those things. Now ratchet it up again for Fresno State, button it down, and can you do it week in, week out? And this is, again, how you get to that eight-win kind of season going to be tough. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to this game. I think the Beavs get them. I mean, I think the Beavs, I think the Beavs can do to Fresno what they did to Boise if you're going to have a performance like Fresno did in week one. And yeah. the concerns are real in Fresno. We'll see if uh, Oregon State can capitalize on what was perceived out of week one to be confusion on the offensive line personnel-wise and on, on the defensive side of the ball, giving up those in between the 20s yards and allowing red zone opportunities. I'm looking for Musgrave to have a big, big week if they get down in the red zone because there's a big difference between what Cal Poly has and what Oregon State has for a red zone target. Yep. All right, uh, let's talk about the Ducks. They got Eastern Washington coming in here from the coach Dan Lanning. He was on primetime yesterday. This is Danny Dusty on the fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On 1080 The Fan. And text line is right at 503-250-1080. For the Beavs, it's not chirping, it's slapping the tail when they're playing a football game, okay? Oh, you know what? It's my bad, and I like that. No, I did it too. I think it's fantastic. Have you you ever ever actually heard a beaver slap his tail? Is it all like slapping the bass? Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. But no, uh, total derail here. Uh, my wife and I, when we were house hunting, we were staying at my in-laws in Beaverton. Okay. And there was a path. And there was a little area that got flooded because of a beaver. He actually like hollowed out the bottom of a tree and made it his own little den. But when we would walk by, he would slap his tail at us. And okay. I like actually got to see what that sounded like. It was actually cool because it was a beaver in Beaverton slapping his tail. It's not just a cute name for a city. No. It, for those that don't know, all of Beaverton used to be a giant swamp. That tracks. I mean, if, yeah. If, you ever, if you're around my age and you played at Beaverton High School before they put in the field turf, you know it's a swamp. Oh, you had field turf there then? No, no, no. They put it in after I left. Oh, okay. They put it in the next year. Yeah, you know. You, you know that field was a swamp. Yes. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, from Swamp Fields talk. to Autzen Stadium, where Eastern Washington is heading in to take on the Ducks of Oregon. Where it won't be a swamp, it'll be 100 bajillion degrees. It won't be a furnace. Has it ever? Has a game day ever been this hot? going to be there? a swamp and a lot of those crotches on the yeah, field. You ain't wrong. Yeah, you have make, make sure you wear your body glide for that game, fellas. <laughs> make sure you, you grease up those thighs. Grease them up or at least get that goal bond going. Um, Coach Dan Lanning, he had the Dan Lanning show on primetime yesterday. And uh, he, he talked with Isaac Nsuka about uh, you know, a litany of things pertaining to the Ducks and their week one performance and how they rebound from it. But I, I thought Lanning opened up a little bit, and we're, we're, we're getting the trust tree a little bit more with Dan Lanning after 49-3 loss. He said uh, he talked about what Kirby Smart told him um, following that loss, and I think that this is a pretty, a pretty interesting one when you think of how far that Georgia program has come. You know, I don't know. I don't know that you ever know exactly what game one will look like. I knew they were going to be complete, um, and I, you know, talking to to Coach uh, Smart after the game, you know, he he quickly reminded me, hey, in my first year, I was down thirty-one to zero against Ole Miss, you know, uh, and and that season, there's things that didn't go well for him. I'll say this. Um, I don't, I'm not expecting that, that kind of season for us. We have an expectation for ourselves to perform a lot better. Uh, you know, we didn't perform to my expectation on Saturday and uh, certainly didn't see it going like that. Um, but I think it's a great opportunity for growth. It's a great opportunity to assess ourselves as coaches and, and ourselves as players to where we can go improve. Uh, Kirby Smart uh, telling the guy, look, man, <laughs> beatdowns happen in your first year. You can come a long way. And it, Kirby Smart when he was at Georgia, down 31 nothing to Ole Miss. That one Lane Kiffin's Ole Miss, right? Mm-hmm. This is – Georgia is a different animal. And so having that little bit of perspective, I think it, it, it's an interesting tale because, you know, Lanning is honest, right? And we're talking about on a Thursday. You know, Chip Kelly used to be like, ah, we're moving on. He pulled Belichick. Yes. 
we're on to Cincinnati. But Chip Kelly would, would do like that. Nah, as last week, we're only moving forward, nameless, faceless opponent, blah, blah, blah. No, it's okay to talk about not playing up to your expectations against Georgia and having that front and center because you don't want to relive that again. No, especially in a game that's 49-3. There's no way you can run from that. You run from that grind, then there you have bigger questions to be answered. And that's yeah. that's the thing. It's like when you get your butt kicked that hard, you have to have your come-to-Jesus moment publicly mm-hmm. because the fan base has got to collectively go, you're grasping at straws. Does Ty Thompson get in there? Is Bo Nix the worst? Is the defense terrible? You just have to go, no, Georgia's a different beast. And I believe it was Isaac that asked him about the uh, Kirby Smart quote later mm-hmm. on about having better players. And Dan Lanning did the Dan Lanning. I love my guys. Like, I love my guys. I wouldn't trade my guys for anything. But that's a way of saying. Obligatory. Yes, but that's a way of saying, yeah, no kidding, guys. Georgia's loaded. What? Like what? I recruited those guys. I know what they are. <laughs> and I think that does at least set the expectations. Because I think week one expectations for every program, basically everywhere. I mean, we saw Rice's head coach. They don't know who we are. Yeah, Wait till you see this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy. Well, you're 66 14 later. I think it's the same thing when you're talking about Oregon, Georgia. Hey, listen, we've got two NFL ready linebackers. We've got a, a great corner we got in the transfer portal. Our defensive line, we really believe in, in Dorless getting some stuff done. We've got a ton of wide receivers in the transfer portal that we really believe in. We've got a running back room we really believe in. We've got a transfer quarterback we really believe in. Well, now you have to really believe in them the rest of the season after none of them delivered. And I think that, that that sets expectations, that sets the tone for the rest of the season when you go, listen, we just didn't get it done. Nope. Yeah, no kidding, we didn't tackle. And so <laughs> we're going to focus on that. Yeah, we, we did a job of taking care of the football. We're going to have to work on that. I mean, the, the things that you and I have talked about for the last couple of weeks, yeah. the questions that we had, Dan Lanning flat out said, we still have those questions. Yes. Now we have to tackle them, no pun intended, Against Eastern Washington, because if we don't, we're going to go into BYU and get the crap kicked out of us. Yep. Uh, he also talked about the offense. Um, and the biggest thing that uh, I think they need to do this this week is the same thing Dan Lanning said they need to do. It's about finishing a drive. Uh, it's about not turning the ball over in a drive. You know, and, and obviously when you have two takeaways, that's, that's two opportunities to score. When you get to the red area twice and you don't capitalize with touchdowns, um, you know, that's going to be hard against a team that's so talented on offense like Georgia. So, you know, I think those have been really areas of focus for us this week. Um, but there's certainly some positive that came out of that game. There's some things we did well. We just have to do it consistently, and we have to finish. Finish mm-hmm. the drives. I, that is something that uh, – that's the drum I'm beating for this team is finish the drives. If you want explosive plays, sure, those would be fantastic. I want to see this team – finish a damn drive because they were able to move the ball. I said this on Saturday during the postgame show. I came on here Monday Mm -hmm. and I said it. They moved the ball effectively. Then they bonixed themselves. Mm -hmm. Stupid penalties got in the way at times. Mm -hmm. They ended up shooting themselves in the foot so many times that they could, it was inability to get into a rhythm. You have got to finish. Finish a damn drive. Finish a drive with a kick. Gosh, no touchdown and then a kick. Well, like I'm not like you finish the drive with the kick is score points. No, I want you to get a touchdown Be the first and then the have a, a yeah and then have extra <laughs> points. You need to have a lot of touchdowns against Eastern Washington. 
Get in the end zone, damn it. How? You know what? what do you know what the line is right now? Uh, no, I don't. I, I really don't look at FCS lines. I, I, I just I, I, what, what I want to see is is the what's an acceptable what's an perf- ex- performance. Oh, I wouldn't look at the line for that either. It's because they don't have a line. They usually don't have lines for FCS versus um, Power Five ones unless it's kind of going to be a closer game. Twenty-one. It's twenty. Okay. Minus twenty-one for Oregon. Is that acceptable for you? I uh, no. It's how it happens. I okay, mean, that's, that's that's what I wanted to get yeah. to. Is, is there a really number, care. or is, there, is it no, more? It's how it happens. It's performance I based. Yeah. Okay. I, I and I look at early season games and I go every, everything should be how it happens, not the process if they cover or not. You know, yeah. especially when you're licking your wounds and you're answering a lot of questions. And that's what I wanted to know: is, is are you looking at this from no. a score based projection, or are you looking at this process, process, process? Yeah, Good. it's all that is where they are at. It's not about covering for this team anymore. It's about scoring, winning. And flexing on a team that is not very good. I'm going to make you pick. Well, it's a good FCS program. I don't. Not East Washington is very good very, offensively. Yes, but they are an FCS program, and they don't have the, the dudes physically who should be able to keep up. Quite literally, have 21 less scholarships yes. than than Oregon does. So I'm going to make you pick offensively. Who is the guy that needs to do the most outside of Bo Nix? Uh, that's inconclusive. We don't know who the playmakers are. And that is Caleb Chapman being hurt. That puts a wrinkle in it for me. I, I don't think that we had a very good measuring stick against Georgia to answer mm-hmm. that question at all. Because I, we thought it was going to be Byron Cardwell, but apparently they're still sorting out that running back room, which I, I don't know how it is this hard. That's interesting because Dan Lennon came with them yesterday, said that. They are still sorting out the running back room. I don't get that. How do you go from last year to this year? Well, and, you get two transfers. I, I guess, but Cardwell looked good. Like, I, not, yeah. not, not in against Georgia, but in, in general last year. Like, And I'm wondering how much this is going to be matchup-based. Like, they needed the speed of Marquis serving against Georgia to, to get, get out the of edge. the backfield. Yeah. And as a receiving back, even though he didn't turn his head on that one third down, Ew. which those – Happened, but that was a big play, and that you saw. That's a sliding doors play for me. If, if they if they convert that third down, let's say they go down the field and they get a touchdown in that, they lose by twenty eight. Yes, <laughs> but as far as like how we're talking about this team, yeah. how much the so to speak, yeah, matters. Moment, that was a big momentum play. But you saw why they went with him there is because uh, that was a play that I don't know Byron Cardwell gets open on that mm. one. You know. I I don't know, but I'd love to see Seven McGee featured a little bit more, but we thought he would be, and he wasn't. Um, so there's a lot of soul-searching going on there. Like, there's in, in, incomplete and inconclusive is probably the, the biggest question marks that I have with this Oregon team because we don't know who the, who the best receivers are yet. They played 14. Or actually, uh, that number's actually gone up. We, uh, I missed Jordan James on the on the guys that went in. 15 different skill position players. And they rotated them. It wasn't like, hey, this guy's just getting in for a series. No, they rotated them frequently. Yes. I don't know. I still don't know. And because when, I, it's, I don't think it's going to be Terrence Ferguson. I, I think it'll probably be 
more along the lines of Troy Franklin or Chase Cota that are going to be that guy's. Dante Thornton, didn't really see much of him. This is maybe going to be a little bit unfair, but in the last decade, is there a point that you have had more questions for the Ducks than right now? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don Pelham defensive coordinator. Oh, well, here. that's okay. Yeah. That's that, fair. That'll do it. That's fair. Uh, the end of the Helfrich era, yes. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. And then um, that de- the beginning of that Dakota Prukop year. Oh, was that, that yeah. Was the, that, okay. That run where Herbert ended up taking over. Mm. That season right Was that there. Game, game three? Um, uh, yeah, four, three or four. Three or four yeah. It was against uh, Washington. So, yep, that would be the year for me. All right, 503-250-1080. We got a Cardwell and Troy Franklin coming in. I'd agree with that one, too. Because mm. um, I, I think Troy Franklin's got to be that dude. But, you know, the separation's going to be interesting. They, they've got a lot of really good receivers. Who's going to be the guy that says, no, this is – I'm going to – Who's going to separate literally and figuratively? Quite literally, yeah. All right, 503-250-1080. The gauntlet starts with a bang. Danny and Dusty on the fan. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com that's g-e-t-p-u-r-o-a-i-r.com after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medella is the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours the energy the tough labor you are a fighter medella is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. This is NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On 1080 The Fan. You know what I also want to see? You know, I said I kind of dismissed the explosives. You know how many plays Oregon had over 20 yards against Georgia? Zero. One. Oh, they didn't have one? They had a play. What, what play was that? I have a hard time Didn't picturing that in my head. Didn't look like it to me. Huh. Uh, yeah, according to their game notes, one play over 20 yards. Um, I'm trying to think here which one that would be. Uh, I want to say it was like third quarter down the far sideline in my brain. I don't know where the TV cameras were, but from where I was sitting, far okay. sideline. Um, all right. 
Let's get to the NFL. Hey, week one got underway, and it kind of disappointed. But there's a gauntlet that is going to be run. And mm-hmm. I am so pumped that the NFL is giving us little nuggets of goodness. And I can't believe it's not the Sunday night game because the Sunday night game is Tampa Bay and Dallas, which just seems like two teams that are beat up. They are falling and... apart at the seams before the season starts. Oh, come on. Both offensive lines are in shambles. Yeah. But speaking of offensive lines in shambles, the Jets go out and they sign Dwayne Brown. He hurts his shoulder on Monday. He may be heading to the injured reserve. Which means Joe Flacco has nobody protecting him. He was Dak Prescott, and he's got a bum ankle that he's going to be playing on. Self-inflicted stupidity. Ooh, who moves better? Dak Prescott with a bum ankle or 45-year-old Tom Brady in this game? Apparently the ankle is very sore for Dak Prescott because he wears Jordan 11s. Yeah, I, I still, again, I can't wrap my head around trying new cleats four days before a game. I, that's just, I don't care if you have somebody breaking in your shoes or you're in the whirlpool, you know, stretching them out and getting to a sink to your feet. That is just it's something you do weeks ago. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get that at all whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so who are you going with? <sighs> Screw it. I'll go with Brady. Yeah, no, I, 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 I love Tom Brady. He is a beautiful human being. It is not Tom Brady in my mind. <laughs> the thing uh, is, that the, man, Dak is so, he has been so limited mobility-wise between his foot, his groin. I mean, he has just had lower body ailments just pop up everywhere. <laughs> and it's like, but again, Tom Brady is a statue. So uh, I don't, uh, yeah, that's true. I don't see him. When was the last time he actively left the pocket? Um, like, tucked it. Oh, he'll do that. It looks painful, but he'll do it. <laughs> Maybe it was when they tried the Philly special against Philly. Oh, Philly there you it. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, does it look like Color when you're having space. a bad dream and trying to run, but you just can't quite run fast enough? 100%. Wondering man. on a scale of me to Tom Brady, who, yeah. who would win in a 40 at this point in time? I'm still going to go Tom Brady. God, you're a monster. I, I'm sorry. I no. haven't seen you run, though. I mean, you did say that you had a... I haven't run in four years. <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> but, well, you know what? Screw it. I am doing it today. You're running? Yeah. A 40? A uh, 100 meters. Oh, good for you. Go so they're, they're going to try and get me fully ramped up. I've been doing all my stuff around it. But, uh, yeah. The 120-yard play was uh, with two seconds to go in the half. Bo Nix completed a pass to Troy Franklin for 22 yards down to the Georgia 36-yard line. Was that a deep out? Uh, I don't know. It was down the far sideline. I think I think that okay. I I think I do vaguely remember that play. All right. Um, but we get and this is what back to the NFL. My God. Yeah. Listen, man. If you want me to, I will derail everything. Back to the NFL. We get these little nugget games, and it's not Tampa and Dallas. It's in the late window on CBS. Raiders Chargers America's man. team. The AFC West gauntlet is being is starting week one where. They say they call it a marathon, right? The NFL mm-hmm. season. It's this marathon's starting with a sprint. Could you imagine the Boston Marathon where they're like, "All right, you sprint the fastest you possibly can for the first five miles," and then yeah, then we're gonna get the rest of yeah. the way and just grind your way through it. Yeah. We get that with the Raiders and the Chargers in Week One. You're gonna get two very good quarterbacks. You're going to get two very good pass rushes, and you're going to get one pretty good offensive line, and then one not. So good. So I kind of look at the uh, Bills and uh, Rams and how the Rams offensive line fared, and I am pulling on my collar as a Raiders guy. Like, 
good. You think it's going to be that bad? I yeah, yeah. I much like uh, well, especially against Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa uh, and uh-huh. Sebastian Joseph Day. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Seven sacks. You think it's going to be seven sacks? Well, Carr's been very good over the last three years about not taking those sacks. Mm. But turf it, bro. Yeah, no. He, I, I do fear for for Carr a little bit. Hopefully, he doesn't see ghosts like his brother. But uh, as much as I love my Raiders, it is very hard for me to believe that they're going to uh, pull this one out, even at home in the big Roomba. Jokes on you. You can't see ghosts with guyliner on. Fact. Mm, it's true. Fact, bro. Fact. All right, uh, the NFL season gets un- is officially underway, and uh, one man had a worse day than anybody else on that Rams team. Ooh. Danny Dusty on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. This is NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On 1080 The Fan. All right, hey, uh, there's actually something pretty cool happening. We were just talking about this right before we went uh, went to break. Nike uh, has got to be the one that set this up. But um, Central Catholic is going down high school football. Playing St. John Bosco in Autzen Stadium tonight. National Isn't powerhouse, cool? St. John Bosco. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I just saw it popped up on the, on the Twitter feed that uh, Mateo Ungalele, DJ Ungalele's uh, brother, who plays for Bosco, he is uh, taking his official visit to Oregon tomorrow. And everybody's like, whoa, look at that. Well, yeah, he's, he's playing in Autzen Stadium tonight. <laughs> what's, what's really cool, uh, St. John Bosco is not running from the grind. Do you know who else they've played in their non-conference slate? Uh, I, oh, Bishop Gorman. I saw that. Bishop Amat. Not, not Bishop oh. Gorman. Um, they, uh, Allen, Texas. Uh, oh, that, they and went. They mopped them. the floor with Allen, Texas, which yeah. Allen is one of the best and preeminent programs in the country, and they beat them at 52 14. Yes. Um, yeah, and so Nike designed uh, special uniforms for Bosco. I wonder if Central is getting the same, the same deal there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's that. really that's, cool. That, that is a cool thing. I mean, Bosco's going to win by a bajillion. Yeah, the, um, listen, but I, I, would, I love that Central Catholic isn't backing down. They're not, they're not running from the grind. Well, they went up and they beat Bellevue this past yep. last weekend, so that's pretty cool. Uh, what's his name? What's the tight end that went down to IMG? Riley Williams. Yes, I wish he was still at Central because that would have you know, made it a little bit better. Made it a little bit better. Yep. Um, all right. Well, I don't know how we got there. Oh, yeah, just uh, getting distracted. Yeah. Looking, what's new? Uh, <laughs> Tell me the conductor, baby. I'm going I'm to derail this thing as often as possible. Hey, all right, uh, get the picks in, though. We've got uh, a great weekend of football around here. Um, let's go with three of them, uh, Ducks, Beavs, and then the game of the week in the Pac-12. Uh, I think the Ducks roll. Uh, if you wanted to ask me if they cover, I think they do. They need to make a statement in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you said it was 21? 21. Yeah, I like it. They got There is all gas, no brakes for this Oregon team. And anything otherwise, I think that's when you start going, uh-oh. I think this is going to be one of two things. It's going to be a statement game where they just beat the brakes off Eastern, or it's an uh-oh situation. I don't think there's an in-between. Yeah. I, I, and I, I hope it's the, the former. 
I, I hope they come out there and they beat the brakes off and they get things right and they get ready to take on BYU and, and kind of straighten some things out. BYU's got a big one. They got Baylor this yes, weekend. Yes, that is honestly that is the game that I probably care most about outside of the Pac-12 this year, this this week. Yeah, I, I want to see where both those teams kind of lie. As much as Alabama, Texas, Alabama's going to go into Texas and beat the crap out of them. I don't, <laughs> I don't expect that game to be remotely close. But uh, Baylor BYU, I definitely expect to be a very good game. All right, here's my question about uh, BYU. That game is a seven fifteen kick. Ooh, on ESPN, Baylor BYU. Say that game goes to overtime. Okay. <laughs> what happens if it's midnight and it's officially Sunday? Does BYU have to be like, yeah, sorry guys, we're leaving. Ooh, where's where's Tukanic? We we need him to clarify this one for us. I, that is a question that I've always had: of what happens if if they hit the strike, the clock strikes midnight? Do they just finish they have, and be they, like they no counties because it started on Saturday, they, or do they just keep operating like they're on Mountain Time instead of Central? They, they, they get a waiver. Well, they are in Mountain Time. Oh, is it at BYU? Yeah. So they're gonna pretend that they're in Pacific Time. Do they just going to move time zones? Or, I, how does this work? Or do they These just the like questions I have? Do they just borrow an hour from from Monday. Yeah, I don't know. And then just kind of reset it. I, that's a legitimate question that I have in my brain. Is uh, I don't know. I will say this: we do have our poll results from yesterday. Our our, our listener picks. Yeah. Uh, they were stupid like us. Wait, hold on. We're, that's stop. Squirrel, stop. No, stop. I, will, I refuse. Well, hold on. We're still doing college football. we got to get to Oregon oh, State. I'm sorry, Oregon State, yes. <laughs> Oregon State is a pick em. at Fresno State. Uh, I see him right now as Oregon State minus one. The line is moving in the Beavs' favor. Interesting. I'm, I'm taking that free and clear. I, do, I'm, I feel really good about Oregon State, especially after talking to some people that cover uh, that program down there and follow that program in Fresno. They got some questions up front, mm-hmm. and Oregon State answered a lot of them against Boise State in my mind. Yeah. And uh, if they can do this on the road, watch out now. The Beavs need to exercise demons on the road, and this could be the one they do it. Yep, I am I am 100% free and clear on Oregon State covered. Okay, then we have USC Stanford. Where Which is 10.5. SC, 10 and minus 10.5. I like, I like Stanford to cover on the farm. I'm, I don't think it'll be a, a, like a white knuckle it for it, for SC, but ESPN has it listed as a USC minus eight. Uh, then it's moved a ton in the past couple hours because it was ten and a half this morning. Oh, oh. Uh, I will, I will, hundred percent. If it's if it's eight, I will hundred percent take USC to cover. Eight. See that number feels a lot more like oh okay. Yeah. Eight feels like a, a tougher one in my mind to pick. I'm gonna try to see if we can. But I'm, I'm st- I'll still stick with it. I'll go Stanford in that one. All right, for listener picks. Let's get to those listener picks from yesterday as we're going head-to-head against them in our, in our pick-ems this yes, year. Yes, in our pick-ems. You tried to, squir- you tried I, to go I, I the squirrel. squirrel. Yeah, I did. Uh, our week number one picks, uh, right. picks against the spread. This was uh, the first game of the season okay. on the table. Bills minus 2.5, Rams 2.5. Listeners picked. Dave Bartu's pick of the Rams plus two and a half. Listeners start out 0-1. Going into Sunday's action, Chargers Raiders by an overwhelming majority, 70% took Chargers minus three and a half. And going into Browns Panthers, Panthers running away, 76% to cover the one and a half. Wow. Uh, you say Browns to cover? 
Is that right? No, Panthers. Panthers, to Panthers cover. Panthers to cover, huh? Minus what? Minus one and a half. All right, those listener picks are locked in. You guys are already 0-1. Welcome to the club. Yeah, we all are 0-1 on that one. Oh, brutal. Hey, not Rust. He's, That's true. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't take the, uh, the away game. Smart man. All right, uh, everybody, have a great Friday. We will see you Monday after the football overload to unpack it all. This has been Danny Dusty. Up next, we have a farewell to uh, one of the all-time great people of this station. The GOAT. Mike Lynch. Uh, is leaving. Uh, love you, Lyncher. And uh, his farewell show is next with Primetime. Isaac and Soup right here on 1080 The Fan. Squirrel. Like a soft tip. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. There is the door now. Get the out. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.